So I want to talk to you this morning about St. Patrick. Um, St. Patrick, as I guess we all know, is the patron of Ireland, but he isn't from Ireland. He's actually from uh, my part of the world. He's either from Wales, the land of my fathers, or just south of there on the coast, the land that is my diocese. So um, I feel a, a real connection with him. Now, in his youth, um, St. Patrick, um, pirates raiding from Ireland, as they did regularly, came and um, pillaged his village, took him away as a slave. And for many years, he lived in Ireland as a slave before escaping and getting home. We might try and imagine the sense of relief he must have had to finally be back among his own people, among the British. But the point I want to draw your attention to is what did he do when he got home? What did he do when he escaped slavery from the Irish and had that sense of being again among his own people? We might think of other people who've been in similar situations. He might have said to his people, we must defend ourselves better, we must build walls, we must build citadels, we must defend ourselves against the Irish. He might, as others have done in history, had his people raise up an army and go and attack the Irish, have revenge. But St. Patrick did neither. St. Patrick set his heart on bringing the Lord Jesus to the people, the pagan people of Ireland. He trained to be a priest and went back back to the people who enslaved them, who had enslaved him, to be a slave to them, to be a servant to them in a new way. And that action, taking the gospel to them, taking the Lord to them, was part of that missionary effort going on over many centuries of that evangelization of that area that we now call Europe bringing the people of what is now called Europe to know the Lord. Now, the Rector's Conference on Monday reminded us that we aren't called to be part of that evangelization. We're called to be part of the new evangelization. But the witness of the saints of that first evangelization can provide us with powerful role models to show us how to behave, to show us what attitudes we need to have, and to inspire us in the possibility, the reality of success. So let me draw three simple brief points about what St. Patrick can teach us. And the first I'd say is, how do we look at the unbeliever? And thinking of St. Patrick enslaved by the Irish, escaping the Irish? How did he look at them? Well, we need to look at the unbeliever, not as an enemy to be conquered, but as a brother to love. That when we debate, when we argue, when we converse with the unbeliever, we need to not be seeking to win an argument, but you know that old thing, we need to be seeking to win a person. 
and seeking to win a person not to an opinion, not to my opinion, not to think what I think, but to win them to the Lord, to introduce them to that encounter with the one who gives meaning to everything. The second point, we need to be willing to sacrifice ourselves, both in his service, but also in their service. But thinking back to St. Patrick, I can't really imagine just how unwelcome he must have been when he landed back in Ireland. And ourselves... Well, I'm sure we all know the experience when we're trying to talk about the Lord and we can just sense that what we are saying is unwelcome. We're talking about the Lord to someone who just doesn't want to hear about the Lord, doesn't want to hear about what's involved in the way of life that's part of following the Lord. Well, we, like St. Patrick, have to be willing to go places where we're going to be unwelcome and say things that are going to be unwelcome. We need to be willing to sacrifice ourselves for them. And third and finally, like St. Patrick, we need to be willing to suffer and do penance. That the ancient Irish, following St. Patrick, were renowned among all of Christendom, renowned for their penance. And a good Christian does penance for his sins, not just now in Lent, but does penance for his sins as part of being a Christian. A good pastor does penance for his people to win graces for them, just like the great St. John Viana, the potato eater did. And a good missionary needs to be doing penance for the people he's seeking to win to Christ needs to be doing penance for them to, to call down graces for their conversion. So to bring this to a focus, you, you are being called to be priests. You are being trained to be priests not in some vague, unknown time period. You are being trained to be priests for a specific time period, for a specific mission. You are being trained to be priests of the new evangelization. And you have been equipped by the Lord with the tools we need for that. The great, you know, I think we could call him the saint of the new evangelization, St. John Paul II, he gave you the catechism so that unlike the decades before that, that, that you'd have a, a solid rock, a solid foundation, a solid norm by which you can know this is what I need to be telling people. He gave you the theology of the body so that when you're talking to people about family life, about chastity, about what it means to have a vision of love, that you've got a way of articulating that. And you also have the, the privilege, the bonus of living in a period of time where there's this great renewal of, of a new Thomism, which gives you a coherent vision, a coherent package to put it all together that simply wasn't around in 
the decades before, that you, your generation, your generation of priests have been given, have been equipped with all these things. But you need role models. And the saints of the first evangelization can serve us as role models in the new evangelization. So let's Today, especially, think of St. Patrick. Let's resolve to make him one of those models. So to sum that up, to the people who had enslaved him, he returned, not with an army to have revenge, but he returned with the gospel, with the sacraments, with the priesthood, with the Lord. So let's Love the unbeliever, not treat him as an enemy. Let's sacrifice ourselves for the unbeliever, being willing to be unpopular. And let's do penance for the unbeliever to win graces for conversion. So that just as St. Patrick returned and brought a nation of people to become the land of saints and scholars, we might do the same in our time period today.